everybody and welcome to another episode of the Simply Mishka podcast. I feel like today's episode is one that was really necessary and important. I feel like it's a continuation to the topic that I was talking about yesterday. Um, the topic about unanswered prayers, why does God say no? And towards the end of the episode, I was talking about just because you have your answer has been delayed does not mean that it has been denied. And so like there are multiple Bibles um, scenarios in the Bible that I could go through, but I feel like the one that kind of encompasses all of them has to do with Abraham because Abraham is the father of many nations, you know, um, like he's the the where you get Abraham from Abraham you get Isaac and then Jacob and Jacob is um became Israel and so all of the stories throughout the the Old Testament have to do with the children of Israel and none of that would have happened if you didn't have the covenant that God made with Abraham so I thought you know what I think I should just kind of go through this kind of like go through the story of Abraham a little bit because I feel like his example is definitely an example of what it means for delayed but not denied. So first, guys, let's kind of like just go over the covenant that God made with um, Abraham. So in Genesis 12, 1 to 3, it says, The Lord had said to Abram, Leave your na- native country, your relatives, and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous and you will be a blessing to others. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who treat you with contempt. All the families on earth will be blessed through you. So the thing is, at the time when God is giving Abraham, you know, this um, this covenant, making this covenant with Abraham, him and Sarah didn't have any children yet, you know? So it, it, it's very interesting to kind of like see, you know, God's already saying he's making this promise of this is what is going to happen, but they haven't even had any children yet. And so when we look at um, Genesis 15, um, 12 to 16, so it says, Now when the sun was going down, a deep sleep fell upon Abram, and behold, the horror and great darkness fell upon him. Then he said to Abram, Know certainly that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs, and will serve them, and will afflict them four hundred years. And also the nation whom they serve I will judge. Afterward they shall come out with great possessions. Now as for you, you shall go to your fathers in peace. You shall be buried at a good old age. But in a fourth generation... They shall return here for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet complete. So it's like Abraham never got to see any of these things happen. God told him like, this is the promise that I'm making to you that your your children um, shall inherit this land that your children who those who that bless them will be blessed. Those that curse them will be cursed. And the thing is, it's like it, it, it took a lot of faith to 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 go along with that, to be able to pack up and to leave your family and your friends and to, to, to leave everything that you know on a promise made from God. And the thing is, a, a lot of people might have thought that Abraham was crazy because back in, the, in those days, idols were a, a very big thing. Idols that you worship, um, that you build with your own hands, you know. Uh, I, I was watching this show called The Chosen that I really like. I, I think it for me, I think it's the best Bible series that I've ever seen. And there was a one episode in the beginning where you have Abraham. Um, he was digging a well and then somebody from the surrounding area came to him. I was like saying, so what are you doing? Um, you know, because he was trying to build a well. I was like, yeah, he was like, yeah, good luck with that. 
and you know the discussion um started talking about um abraham's god and he's like oh like who's your god and um he said that his his god was i think he said elohim no he said el shaddai you know god has many names um and he's like oh so so where is his temple like where is his tabernacle like what does he look like or earth something like that he's like oh oh you can't see him like he's not built with hands like oh well that's strange and you know it 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 must have taken a lot of great faith to, to serve a god that you couldn't see to serve a god that that wasn't physical like what the other people were used to like a god that they would build with their own hands and a god that they would see that they would put sacrifices before and things like that but for the children of Israel they were worshiping a god that they never seen a god that has done many miracles and have done very many things um throughout their lifetime but it's uh, nonetheless is a god that they never really saw with their physical eyes and so it took a lot of faith to even um, be a person that was believing in a God that you couldn't see. It took a lot of faith. Um, you know, in the Bible it says, and Abraham believed God and he was accounted to him for righteousness. All right. So I think um, towards it, Sarah, she became a little bit impatient. And that's when the whole thing with Hagar went down. So in Genesis 16, 1 to 6, it says, now Sarai... Abram's wife had borne no children, and she had an Egyptian maidservant whose name was Hagar. So Sarai said to Abram, See now, the Lord has restrained me from bearing children. Please go into my maid. Perhaps I shall obtain children by her. And Abram heeded the voice of Sarai. Then Sarai, Abram's wife, took Hagar, her maid, the Egyptian, and gave her to her husband, Abram, to be his wife. After Abram had dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan, so he went into Hagar and she conceived. And when she saw that she had conceived, her mistress became despised in her eyes. Then Sarai said to Abram, my way, my wrong be upon you. I gave my maidservant into your embrace. And when she saw that she had conceived, I became despised in her eyes. The Lord judge between you and me. So Abram said to Sarai, indeed, your maid is in your hand. Do to her as you please. And when Sarai dealt harshly with her, she fled from her presence. Now, the interesting part is, is... Sarai and Abraham decided that they were going to go outside of God's timing. And, you know, Hagar um, gave birth to Ishmael. And Ishmael and Israel have been at war since forever. And a lot of the times when you go outside of God's timing, there are consequences to that. Because God knows the perfect timing for everything. God knows the reason why he allowed Abraham abraham and sarah to get to a certain age before they had isaac and so um a lot of times it's like we really want something and we're praying to god for this thing and we're not seeing it yet and we're like well god where is it like where is it like we're like why and i think a lot of things um something that people can relate to a lot is you know praying to to, to get married and i feel like um as a woman, sometimes you feel like you're on this timeline or on like this time crunch because you only have like a certain amount of time, especially if you want to have kids. You're like, well, I have to get married by a certain age so I have, can you have kids by a certain age, you know? And sometimes you feel like you're praying like, oh Lord, I want to get married. I want to have kids, but you just don't see the person happening. Like either you've been in a relationship or that, and you guys broke up or like you're not in a relationship and you're looking for the one and you're just like, well, God, where is my person? Like, where is my my soulmate? Where is the person that I'm supposed to be with? And you feel like you've been praying the same thing 
and you're just not seeing it happen. Like for me, I thought that I would be married by 25 and have my first kid by 29. And right now I'm 28 and I'm going to be 29 in October. And so things have been a lot different than what I was praying for. But I also have kind of like, you know how they say hindsight is 2020. When I look back, I'm just like, when I look to how I was when I was 25, I definitely was not ready to be a wife. And I was definitely not ready to be a mother. I was not ready for any of those things. And God knew what he was doing. So when I pray and I ask God, I'm like, God, let, let your timing let it be your timing because I just don't want um, to get something too early and then I have to go through the consequences of that. So God's timing is, is, is always perfect. You know how it says he's an on-time God? Well, yeah, he's definitely an on-time God. He knows what he's doing. And so, of course, you know, it's like throughout the um, Genesis when we're learning about Abraham, like God oftentimes he repeats his covenant with Abraham over and over again. You're going to be the father of many nations. Okay. Those that bless, bless you, those that you bless, those that bless you shall be blessed. Those that curse you shall be cursed. And he's like, God constantly renews that covenant or, or reminds Abraham of that, that covenant, the covenant that was made with him. Like, this is what's going to happen. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you this land. This is a covenant that I've made with you. And, um, I guess sometimes we all, we need that reminder of, you know, God is faithful and just because you don't see the answer right now does not mean that it will never happen. So a delay, just because you don't see the answer now does not mean that God said no. Does God is just basically saying not yet. Now is not the time. I know the perfect time. And a lot of the times, like you need things to happen in your life. There are certain events that need to happen before something is ready to be set in place. Who are the people that you need to meet? Because I know that sometimes when we're going through life, we're thinking that life is only about us because sometimes we're only in our bubble um, thinking about only the things that we want in life. But a lot of times we have different things and different events that need to take place in our life. And there are other people, there are other factors that are involved that help us to um, attain the dream that we want. So say like, for instance, like you want to have your own business. And in order for that business to happen, you need a business partner. But let's say that that business partner that you're going to need to make that business become successful they're at a place in their life where they are not ready to be the perfect business partner, you know? And there's so many different factors that a lot of times we don't think about because we're only thinking about what we want. You're thinking about, oh Lord God, I want this and I want this now. But there are certain things that need to happen for certain things to come to pl- come into fruition the way that it's supposed to. And a lot of times we just don't really think about that. So like for me, I know that I want to have my own business one day and there are a lot of things that I'm learning right now about having my own business. I like I'm on this huge learning curve right now. There's a lot of things like I have to do by myself. There's a lot of things I have to learn by myself because I don't have the money right now to pay anybody else to do it for me. So I have to learn everything by myself to do everything by myself right now like I'm at the starting point and um it's like everything takes time 
And so sometimes, I guess, because we're a part of this microwave generation, we just want things to be done right away. And God is not a microwave God. He's like, you know, the um, the oven. Like, he, you, like you got to put things in the oven. Like, you got to wait for things to happen. Like, just like how when you plant um, a seed, you have to wait for it to grow. Like, nothing just happens overnight. And I think a lot of times our patience... Um, or impatience, I should say, gets the best of us. Um, all right, so let's go to Genesis 18. Um, once again, like God is telling them, you are going to be the father of many nations. You're going to, Sarah is going to have a child. So in um, Genesis 18, 9 to 15, it says, Then they said to him, um, Where is Sarah, your wife? So he said, Here in a tent. And he said, I will certainly return to you according to the time of life. And behold, Sarah, your wife, shall have a son. Sarah was listening in the tent door, which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old, well advanced in age, and Sarah had passed the age of childbearing. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I have grown old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord, being old also? And the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh? saying, Shall I surely bear a child since I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the appointed time, I will return to you. And according to the time of life, Sarah shall have a son. But Sarah denied it, saying, I did not laugh, for she was afraid. And he said, No, but you did laugh. Um, and so, of course, you know, after a certain amount of uh, time had passed, um, Abraham and Sarah ended up having Isaac. And, you know, there's a lot of events that lead down that happen for, like, the children of Israel to get to the promised land. Like, you know, like, God had already told them that um, that uh, the children of Israel, that Abraham's descendants were going to be um, slaves in a, a different country um, or different um, in Egypt. Let me see if I can find it. Mm. Yeah, he had told them that they were going to be, I don't know if I have the specific scripture here, but um, he had told them that they were going to be, um, did I? Oh, yeah, I did. I think I did read that that scripture already. When we go back to um, Genesis 15, um, 12 to 16. So let me see. I think it was yeah in verse 13. It says, then he said to Abraham, know certainly that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs and will serve them and they will afflict them 400 years. Um, so even before the children of Israel ever ended up in Egypt, God had already told Abraham that your descendants are going to be slaves um, in Egypt. And so it's like it, it took many, 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 many years before the children of Israel entered into the promised land. Like they had... You know, all the years of Abraham. Then you have the years of Isaac. And then Isaac had Jacob. And then Jacob, you know, had 12 sons. And Joseph had to go through what he needed to go through to get to Egypt. And, you know, because his brothers sold him out, um, sold him to, out to slavery. And, you know, Joseph ended up in the, in the house of Potiphar. And then the, the wife um, lied on him. And then he ended up in prison. And it's like this whole story of just like all these different things and all these different events that happened that had to come together. And, you know, Joseph ended up being second in command to, to Pharaoh. And there was a, a drought for our famine, I should say famine, that lasted for seven years. And Joseph, like before, like there was seven years of prosperity and then there was supposed to be seven years of famine. And, you know, Joseph was in charge 
um, and he was able to bring his family, his entire family, into Egypt. And so that led after you know um, Joseph died and they they got a new pharaoh. Then the children of of Israel were slaves in Egypt for four hundred years, and then God remembered the children of Israel because He saw their pain and He saw like how much they were suffering. And you know, then Moses rose up, and Moses was um, the person that led the children of Israel out of Egypt. And you see, like there's this all this entire process, and even when they came out of Egypt, okay, they were in the wilderness for forty years. And the thing is. It didn't. It shouldn't have even taken forty years for them to to enter into the promised land. But this is what 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 God said um, in Numbers thirty two verses thirteen and fifteen. It says the Lord was angry with Israel and made them wander in the wilderness for forty years until the entire generation that had sinned in the Lord's sight had died. Um, but here you are, a brood of sinners, doing exactly the same thing. You are making the Lord even angrier with Israel. If you turn away from him like this and he abandons them again in the wilderness, you will be responsible for it destroying this entire nation. So the children of Israel, on their way out of Egypt, they were murmuring, they were grumbling, they were complaining. God gave them manna, uh, manna to eat. And they were, they were still grumbling and complaining. God did all these miracles that they saw in Egypt. And, you know, like they would complain to Moses, like, why did you bring us out here to die and this and that and whatever. You know, um, when Moses went up to to get the Ten Commandments, you know, they were down there building a golden um, calf and worshiping it for their God. And God was like, what in the world? Like the children of Israel were some, I, I, there's some different set of people, different. They, they were different, but okay. Um, there's a lot you can learn just by reading through the Old Testament because I feel like there's everybody that can identify something within the children of Israel. Um, everybody like there's there's some type of bad habit that you can identify that the children of Israel did, but the thing is, it's like after those forty years, like after like Moses died and Joshua came out, out to be the leader, it was time for them to enter in, into the promised land. And the thing is, it's like all the four hundred years in slavery, forty years, you know, in the wilderness, and even before that, you had the time of Abraham then Isaac and the time of Jacob like all of those years passed and that that covenant that God made with Abraham was still there and you know what it that takes a lot of patience because you you're you're thinking back to you know what your ancestors said and it's like yeah you know we were promised this land like we were promised um that we were given this this land you know the land of Canaan that that's our promised land and like you go through so many different events, so many different years, so many different generations, and then it finally happens, and it's just it's crazy. Like there's so much that had to happen, so many things that had to be in in like pieces of the puzzle that had to be put in place in order for the big picture, the big promise, um, to be fulfilled, and that is crazy, and so, like. What Abraham and his descendants, the children of Israel, what they went through, I feel like is one of the most perfect examples of just because something is delayed and it takes some time for it to happen does not mean that it's denied. Um, it's because and it's not necessarily that you have to go through any type of persecution or you have to go through any anything drastic in order for something to happen. It's just that there's everything has 
it's season everything has you know it's perfect timing and god sees everything he sees the past he sees the present he sees the future and he knows when things are supposed to happen and i think um the best thing to do is to leave everything in god's hand so you sometimes we, we i shouldn't even say sometimes like all the time we just need to let go and to let god and to trust in god and to have faith um that if there's something that we are praying for you pray believe and by faith you know because it's asking it shall be given unto you seek and you will find knock on the door will be opened unto you but the thing is too you have they also have to make sure that you're praying the will of god and that's where it's very important that you have a relationship that is in tune with the holy spirit that's in tune with god so that you know that when you're praying you're praying the will of God and you're not praying um, for your will to be done, that you're praying for God's will to be done. And and there are a lot of things that I had to let go of. I had to let go of my specific timeline. I would say, you know what, God, this is what I want. And this is a timeline that I want it to happen. And God's like, no, that's, that's, that's not happening. Okay. I'm going to need you to calm down. And so there's a lot of things that I've learned throughout the years and there's many prayers that i've prayed and there have been many times when god has said no and there's been many times when god has said not yet and i am grateful for the no's and i'm grateful for the not yet because god knows when you are ready for something and when something happens too early there are consequences for that like you have a lot of kids that that end up you know having sex before marriage and they end up being teen parents and they weren't ready to be parents and that affects their kids you have a lot of people that got married way too early and they're affected by that because they ended up marrying the wrong person because they were in a rush and in a hurry to get married and they just weren't ready yet they just weren't ready to be somebody's wife because they didn't even know who they were they didn't know their identity um and it's so like you enter into this marriage and you, you didn't know who you are and it's so like your identity is being a wife your identity is being a mom and you don't know who you are as a person anymore because you know the thing is like when your identity is a mom what's gonna happen when your kids grow up and leave the house like what are you gonna be left with and you know like you have your spouse and you, you guys are married but one day somebody is gonna you know end up passing away and hopefully that happens in very very old age but what's gonna happen when you know when that person passes is like you need to be able to have your own identity before you get married there's a lot of things that have to um, that are necessary before you take certain steps. And a lot of people, a lot of times they want to jump over certain steps and it harms them in the long run. So it's like, just because something has been delayed does not mean that it's been denied. And I think a lot of times people need to have more open conversations with God. And I don't know why I think, I don't know, maybe some people are scared to ask God certain questions. But for me, when I'm talking to God, I have a conversation with God as though I were having a conversation with anybody else. The thing is with God, I would say that I am closer to God than I am closer to my parents. I'm closer to any friends or whatsoever. Because the thing is, God knows everything about me. There's nothing that I can hide from him. He knows all my mess. He knows even my thoughts that I've thought that nobody else knows. Like I can tell God absolutely everything. And I feel like a lot of people need to adopt, adapt that or adopt 
that um, mindset of, you know what, God already knows everything about me. I can tell him all of my insecurities. I can tell him all of my worries and my fears, whatever it is, just tell God, lay it all out before him. You know, so you need to have that relationship with God where you can say, oh, Lord, God, this is what I am struggling with. This is what I desire to do. This is what I want to do. Help me to um, make the right steps. Help me to walk by faith. Help me, oh, Lord, God, to know what your will is. Show me what is your will. Give me the spirit of wisdom and revelation to be able to make the right decisions and to walk in the way that you want me to walk. Like if you're not sure about something, ask God. Like you don't have to be scared. Don't don't be scared. Like if if you're ever uncertain about anything, the perfect person um, to ask is God. Um, it, that's the, the the perfect person to ask is God. And so a lot of people just need to get into reading their their the Bible and into praying more and having a relationship with God. So that when things happen, you're like, you're not going to be like holding or harboring any resentment because it didn't happen at a time that you wanted it to happen. Like you are be able to be hopeful because you are anticipating it happening in God's time. And so just remember, trust in God's timing. So just because it's been delayed does not mean that it's been denied and don't try to go and make things happen in your own time because there are going to be some consequences for that and so I'm going to end off this episode with a prayer because I feel like it's absolutely necessary um father god I come to the name of the lord Jesus Christ oh lord I pray that you forgive us of our sins creating us a clean heart oh lord I renew the right spirit within us Oh, Lord God, I just pray that you'll give us the spirit of wisdom and revelation. I just pray, oh, Lord God, that you give us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. I just pray, oh, Lord God, help us to be more open and honest with you, oh, Lord God, about the things that we want and the things that we want to see happen in our lives, oh, Lord God. We cast all our cares, our burdens, and our anxieties, and our fears, and everything before you, oh, Lord God, because we're able to do so, oh, Lord God. We believe, oh, Lord God, that you're able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ever ask or think. I despair, oh Lord God, that you give us guidance. I despair, oh Lord God, that you give us direction, oh Lord God, in terms of what we um, should be doing with our life, oh Lord God. I despair, oh Lord God, that you give us patience, oh Lord God. I despair, oh Lord God, let not our will, but your will be done in our life, oh Lord Jesus Christ. Help us to know, oh Lord God, when it is it that you said no, and you're just like, that's a hard no, it's a no. And help us to know, oh Lord God, when it's a not yet, oh Lord God. And help us to let go of the things that you said no to and to leave them alone. And help us, oh Lord God, to have patience and to still be able to hope and have faith when you say not yet, oh Lord God. And to just know when it is the right time, when it's the right time for something that we will know that it's the right time. I just pray that you'll lead us and guide us. Send your angels to encamp around about this. Put a hedge of protection around us, O oh Lord Jesus. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. And I will see you again next week. This is Mishka and this is the Simply Mishka podcast. Bye. Bye.